Sorry about that. Ugh. <sighs> struggles. The struggles with technology. I tell you what, man. Definitely, uh, definitely needed <laughs> some help with that shit. Anyways, I uh, apologize for being 45 minutes late. Yeah, my bad, my bad. How's everybody doing right now? Yes, definitely a late stream tonight. Yeah, there's so many dank names, right? Yeah, you guys are all having conversations. <laughs> I don't even know where to start, but I see everybody out there. Jose, we've got Fear Jason, we've got Captain Gator Girl, everybody's here. Finally, uh, finally getting it going right here. Ah, let's see, we got Legend. Oh, Legend is here. Yeah, Legend, there he is. Uh, hello, darling. Sorry, sorry, I was late. It's fine. Go to sleep. It's okay. But uh, hashtag that. Hello, Rockel. Good to see you. All right. Okay, Mr. Eric Patterson is there too. Alright, alright. Who else we got? Yeah, let's see. Jose. Nope. Whoop. Nobody calls it a California brownie. I don't even know what you're talking about, man, but you know, whatever. What's going on, cat? Happy hump day, yes. Happy hump day. Uh, let's see who else. We got Jedi MILF here. Cool. What did you just see? <laughs> well, we'll talk about that video a little bit because yeah, that video was going around today. And I thought I'd make a sketch out of it. And uh, apparently when I was editing, things just weren't going right with my computer. So that's pretty much what was happening with that. What's going on, Para? How you doing, buddy? All right. Hello. 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 We got Rosemary here. That's right. Cool. Blaze it up. It's 420. I don't know what you're doing right now, Jose. That's right. After 420, everybody. So everybody's good. Mama Film Junkie's also in here. I know I see you right there. Just there she is. Over said hi, but anyways, guys, she said hi because it's 420. <laughs> Zing! No, all right, thank you guys for uh showing up. Apologize for uh being late. Like I said, computer was acting like a little biatch. It's like, come on, man. I remember when I had problems with my old computer, my, my Mac? You know, this computer's great, it's fast and everything, but every now and again, it just gets a little glitchy. And for some reason, when I was uh, editing that sketch, things got extremely glitchy so i had to reboot everything and then it wanted to do this crazy weird thing this update i don't know what the hell it was doing and then it was like bringing up i don't know it was just a pain so eh, we're good now so ah so sorry about that i wanted to show up on time and everything looked like it was going to show up on time and then it just i uh, kept having to push it i, I pushed it to 620 630 and then 645 it was like it just wasn't happening. Wasn't it happen for me. So anyways, but I appreciate you guys still sticking around and all that stuff. We'll be, of course, talking about some Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. And then we'll be talking about Bruce Campbell, talking about Doctor Strange 2. And then, uh, you know, this little guy right here. <laughs> I chose the worst image to put Vin Diesel right there, him just doing that. But yeah, we got a new title for Fast and Furious. 10 and then i'll of course uh I'll talk about moon Knight. we'll talk about moon Knight. we're gonna have to bust in a uh, office space on your computer no i know right sometimes you just want to do that there's been many times not many times not so much with this computer because you know it is better but i remember with my old computer i wanted to do an office space just flat out just go out into a field with a baseball bat and just start going to town on it really that yeah so anyways okay 
But enough jibber jabbering. Let me um, let's go ahead and uh, let's just get right into it and get to these tweets, huh? Let's go right into the tweets. We're starting right there. We're good. Okay, we're all good. Oh, clicking the wrong things. There we go. And we're off. Okay, so yes, last night, guys, freaking Warner Brothers. You gotta love Warner Brothers. But uh, yeah, this happened last night. Right after, right after done with the uh, when we when I was done with the uh, stream last night, all of a sudden it got blocked. Warner Brothers Entertainment, who has blocked it on copyright grounds. What? Yes, that's because of uh, showing David F. Sandberg's uh, video, his Batman video. You know where he uh, showed the uh, the Batmobile scene, and then he replaced the the sound effects with like uh, just like a, a shitty car. So yeah, that happened. So I was like, great, fantastic. Um, but, you know, I knew I was like, all right, I knew what was happening. So I just uh, did that whole thing where I just removed that little segment of last night's show. Uh, of course, it took like two hours, two and a half hours before that happened. But yeah, but it's all back up and running. So yeah, yeah. So did Samber get copyright? I know. Well, I don't know if he gets copyrighted like on Twitter. I'm not sure how that works. I think he's fine. But the fact that I showed the video... Got me, uh, got me that on, uh, got got the stream blocked last night, but it is up and running again. So, uh, it's all good, guys. It's all good. And uh, Mr. Ohio Dave right here, he's he brought up a good point that basically what we're seeing right here is kind of what well, kind of looks a little bit right there. Who knows? I think we're gonna get something pretty interesting right here. And he says we're gonna get a pick. We're gonna get this pick soon. I don't know. He's he's uh, more in touch with Zach. So I would say that he's probably right. So maybe we'll expect something right there. So that'll be cool. And you know what else is cool? An abandoned church purchased by skaters and re, re uh, renovated for this. I thought this was really cool. So basically a bunch of skaters came in, bought this church and turned it into a skate park. And how awesome is that? I mean, you have all that right there. And uh, putting in a bunch of half pipes, ramps, and, and rails, and everything like that. I thought that was pretty cool. See? You don't just leave it abandoned. And then we got uh, this right here, which I thought was, you know, why not show this right here? We got Christian Bale with a Batman birthday cake, apparently, or some kind of Batman cake. Looks weird, but hey, it's fun, right? And then speaking of Batman... Uh, I thought this was funny. This caption right here, me looking for spiders under uh, under the bed. I mean, I will say that this shot right here, like when he's like walking up to to Penguin's car that's upside down, you know, we didn't really need him to do this because I thought it was like, eh, you could have cut it before it. You could have cut it before it, but, you know, alas, there is this shot right here, which is kind of awkward, but, you know, what can you do? What can you do? Matt Reeves wanted it in there. That's fine. And this is hilarious right here, Okay. This had me this had me laughing a lot, just like Aaron Bailey right here. But yeah, pretty much Doctor Strange throughout the movies that he's in. Oh, you think that's funny? If I don't open this portal in two minutes, the whole world's going to collapse. You just knocked over one of the most ancient vases on planet Earth. If I don't restore this, two dimensions are going to collide into each other. Oh, it's no problem. Just Gregorio's going to destroy the whole interdimensional galaxy before we have time to escape through the portal. <laughs> that is, I mean, how true is that? If you go back and watch movies, especially like in Infinity War, uh, you know, No Way Home or wherever the fuck. I mean, yeah, 
uh, Benedict Cumberbatch has really done a good job at being like, all right, I'm going to have to like say all these lines while doing all this shit right here and just kind of doing all. Yeah, that was I mean, that's pretty much that that guy nailed it. And by the way, he's totally rocking that mullet and that mustache like, a, I mean, come on, that's a look. That's a choice. And he's rocking it really well. His watch game is good, too. So, yeah. So that was really good. What's his name? Uh, Moschino Mas- Mas- Dorito. Okay. So really hilarious video right there. That's a gem. And then speak. <laughs> All right. I mean, I talked about this yesterday briefly, but, uh, and I commented about it, but you guys saw this, uh, this, this video right here, right? We have had numerous requests that we remove Dave, the film junkie from the four pillars of the Snyderverse due to his recent guest on the vodka stream. We are going to state that although we do not particularly care for Sean O'Connell, he keeps the conversation going on many things in the world of entertainment that need to be discussed. We enjoyed your stream, Dave. Thank you. Civil conversation should always be encouraged and is a great form of canceling toxicity. You have not taken a side nor said you agreed with Sean himself. Rather, you gave him an opportunity to give his side the story which needs to happen more. We tend to dogpile on someone at the pull of a trigger without considering that there are things we do not know. Why not give the opportunity to know more on situations? Why True. not let people have the chance to speak for themselves? Yeah. These are unhealthy practices that need to come to an end. Yeah. Dave the Film Junkie is one of the four pillars and always will I be. Still have Nothing will status. take away from what he has given to the oh. cause and the fans. Creepy as fuck. But I just thought that was funny. Yes, so I have not lost my pillar status, guys. Not lost it. <laughs> they are not being serious, Mr. McKenzie, and good to see you, buddy. Um, they are not being serious. I mean, they even said it um, in, when people were responding to all this stuff. You know, it's satire. They even said satire. Don't take it seriously. They're not taking it seriously. Of course, there's a lot of people that, you know, there's a well, certain section of the, the fandom that's taking it a little too seriously. But... Don't take it seriously, guys. It's not. This is just something that they decided to do, and it's whatever. And I just, I find it funny. To be honest, I find it funny. I can laugh at it. The fact, because I, I think they're just taking the idea, the fact that people have called, you know, the Snyder cult and all that stuff. I think they're just, they're just taking that idea and running with it. That's exa- That's pretty much what they're doing. That's all they're doing. But you know, they did. They pretty much said what I was saying too. Is like, hey, it's all. It's good to have these conversations with people even though we you know you could disagree with these people you could get their side of it and everything like that which was the whole you know it was one of the reasons why i had o'connell on the vodka stream so yeah it was just kind of funny because i went oh i thought they were gonna i thought that i thought they were gonna remove my pillar status yeah don't take it too seriously guys it's what it's just I don't know who these people are. I know there were the apparently like people were trying to out them as uh, this one account. I don't care. It's not that. It just it's not that serious. It really isn't. Okay, we can kind of just laugh at things, and then when people just do a satire thing, you can laugh at it too, or you don't. You know, choose not to watch it. What's funny about it is the fact that the reason why this video probably has more views and it keeps on going is the fact that people are so mad about it that they keep retweeting it and tweeting at it. It's like, if you don't want any attention to go to this, then don't tweet at it. <laughs> okay. 
But at the same time, I'm just kind of laughing about it. That's all. I'm just laughing about it. I have Snyder uh, Alter. Yeah, there you go. Dave is being nice. Uh, yeah. So, Colt is getting mad at <laughs> being called a cult. Yeah. I know. It is kind of ironic when they... When I see people like, they are not one of us. I'm like, what? And I just thought, one of us, one of us, one of us. It's like, come on, guys. You know, sometimes you just got to laugh at yourself. And, you know, it's completely satire. That's all. But moving on. Look at this. I love this. Ghostbusters Afterlife that they got on this van right there. That's pretty damn cool. Uh, I got to watch that movie again. I've only watched it twice in the movie theater. I haven't watched it yet. So right here. Um, remember ye- yesterday we were kind of wondering if Clay Enos, uh, shot this, uh, this shot of, uh, Jamin Hansu right here. Of course, for Rebel Moon, we were wondering if it was Clay Enos, but he said, nope, I suspect that Z- that's Zach's portrait and Chris's unit work. I am joining them later. So later on, so not right now, Clay Enos is probably doing something else, but Clay Enos will be joining the set of Rebel Moon and probably be taking some of those glorious pictures. So uh, this is pretty much probably just full-on Zach's shot right here. So we were just wondering about that. And then, yes, this gif right here is, uh, <laughs> hey, Superman, say hi to Lois. Thank you, Cat, for this one. I laughed when I saw that gif. I was like, holy shit, where the hell did that gif come from? My God. I don't know if I could, how, I don't know how long I can actually show that on YouTube. It's, uh, I mean, I mean, I guess it's fine, but man. Of course, that was in response to uh, to the uh, the film junkie shot of uh, talking about Lois Lane and all that stuff. So yeah, it's pretty good stuff. Anyways, and uh, let, look at what we're actually gonna get a Funko Pop from right there. Yeah, Horny Lois is my favorite Lois. There you go. Nothing wrong with the Horny Lois right there. Um, hey, Funko Pop is gonna actually turn a meme into a Funko Pop. I want this Funko Pop. Even though it looks like he's, like, getting covered in slime. Um, yeah, they're making the Homer backing up into the bushes, which, of course, is like, you know, everybody uses that gif a lot or use that meme or whatever. But, yeah, they're going to actually use that. They're using that. They're going to make that. Coming soon. Pop animation. The Simpsons Homer in the Hedges. Pre-order. That's awesome. I love that. Uh-oh. We already, what? You got rid of Jesse. What happened to Jesse right there? What did Jesse say, Jose? Is he upset with me? Is he upset with me? Is that what happened? Is he upset? Did Jesse just put you put into? Yeah, no. What did Jesse get? No, I miss Jesse being. Yeah, no. What happened? What happened with Jesse? I could see. Is was he not? Is is he not happy about certain things? Is that what happened? What happened? Huh? Tell me. Yeah, I know you guys bump heads a lot. <laughs> he just said, "What's up?" Oh, what are you doing, Jose? No, we're all we're all putting Jesse in timeout. Is that what's happening? Come on, don't do that. But anyways, guys, all right. So obviously, uh, you know, what's up with Jesse? What happened with Jesse? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I think I think Jose is just messing with Jesse. Anyways, all right. Moving along. Moving along. So the video, obviously, the sketch that I did. He said, "Whoops." <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, this is what I have. What's what happens when I give uh, Jose that power? That's what happens. Anyways, all right. So, obviously, that opening sketch. If you guys didn't see it, this is where it came from right here. I'm gonna turn off the audio because there's some music with it. But yeah, so somebody was at something in Hawaii, and right there, look, like what the fuck? There's Ezra Miller just talking, just having a conversation with some people. 
while on the screen, it's showing that he was arrested again. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> what is happening? Evil Barry. Evil Barry's out there again. He's got a twin. It's all for marketing of the Flash. But yeah, that's where uh, that's where the opening sketch stemmed from, which I'm sure you guys saw this. But it's like, what is happening? I don't get it. I don't know what's happening. I don't get it. Like, what's... <laughs> he was arrested, and then he's just out and about again. I don't know what is going on. I mean, he's having a conversation. Looks like he's having a pleasant conversation. No chairs being thrown. Nothing. Doesn't look like it's saying. It looks like he's talking to some some ladies and, you know, who knows what's going on with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So that's where all that st- stemmed from. And, uh, you know, again, hopefully uh, no more. No more. No more stuff when it comes to, uh, when it comes to Ezra. Gee, what is she teasing right here, huh? What is Miss Gal Gadot teasing right here? I don't think it's, uh, you know, it's not anything uh, Wonder Woman related, that's for sure. So now we all know what she's teasing right here. Um, so, yeah, Gal Gadot, she posted this today. When you can't show your costume but still need to walk around set. It's always very funny. I mean, look, I mean that, that, that costume is going to be... Jesus Christ, that costume is going to be, uh, I guess it's going to be pretty huge, pretty huge. I mean, I'm sure she's going to have, you know, something on her head, you know, we've seen all that. Hmm, wonder if maybe, just maybe, yeah. Yeah, gal's awesome. She is. So she took this, uh, I mean, I'm guessing that's in her trailer right now. But, uh, yeah, so she was just, like, teasing this right here. Um, It's kind of funny, too, because it's like, a lot of people are wondering, like, when you know, remember about her mac and cheese yesterday? You know, now she's teasing this today. So, yep, yep. So, there you go. Anyway, so she's doing a little teasing right there. Good on gal. Good on gal. And happy 15th uh, anniversary right there to uh, Hot Fuzz. If you guys haven't watched this movie, part of the Carnetto trilogy from Edgar Wright and, of course, Simon Pegg. Uh, Hot Fuzz is absolutely fantastic, so go ahead, do yourself a favor if you haven't watched that yet. Watch the whole trilogy. And then look who got a poster. That's right. The Mighty Thor. Miss uh, Jane Foster, Miss Natalie Portman got her very own Thor Love and Thunder poster right here. The one is not the uh, the only. I mean, it's. Uh, I, think, I, think, I think the poster works better when it has, like, uh, you know, Chris Hemsworth doing his he-man thing wearing like an 80s getup kind of thing but it's still it's still cool too right there i mean i mean because we're all looking forward to seeing natalie portman kick some ass but yeah so she got her very own poster right there so good on her good on her love it of course we'll be talking about that and happy birthday to you i can't believe he's he's 58 years old apparently i didn't know that but happy birthday to uh andy circus it's his birthday today, so cheers to this actor, director, producer, innovator, motion cap king right there. So happy birthday to Andy Serkis. Uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that too, actually. And hey, spoiler alert, look what's going to happen in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. You know, if we wanted to know what, what exactly is going to be happening with these reshoots and everything like that, well, this is what's happening, guys. That's right, Deadpool is going to... Uh, He's going to be the Scarlet Witch or the Scarlet Bitch. I think that's what I think that's what he's going to go by. He's going to be the Scarlet Bitch. That's what Deadpool's going to be right there. So, you know, 
I didn't mean to spoil it for you guys, but it had to be known that this was happening. So, Dave, some late breaking news with movie delays. Is that what's happening? Uh-oh, uh-oh. More movie delays? No. Is Jesse back now? <laughs> hey, there's Henry Cavill with, uh, with his stunt double on the Man of Steel set right there. Yeah. Somebody actually told me that this dude was actually Robert Pattinson's stunt double in Twilight. Interesting. I don't know. Somebody was like, uh, I think somebody put that in my mentions that it's actually Robert Pattinson's uh, stunt double, too. So I just thought that was a cool picture. You know, we got to got to represent the stunt community, man. They don't get they don't get recognized enough. And then this right here. What is? <laughs> oh, man, it's just uh, I mean, this is where it, this is where things get fun. But yeah. Good news. Okay, so Snickers. Apparently, there was people that were reporting that Snickers were taking out the Snicker veins, which I didn't really think was a thing. I can't remember the last time I had a Snickers, but Snickers, they said, good news. Contrary to what's trending on Twitter, the veins remain. Okay, so they're talking about the, the, the Snicker veins. Which, of course, you know, when you when you get a Snickers, you always get the the caramel, you know, the caramel, caramel, whatever you want to fucking call it. You know, they, they gets that little it makes it makes the, the Snickers bar veiny. <laughs> so apparently there were people that were reporting that there's no veins in their Snickers anymore. So I I would love to, like, scroll up and show you guys responses. But there's some stuff in there that we can't show on YouTube. No, no, you can't. So it uh it got <laughs> it got a little raunchy if you actually go to this post right here and start scrolling through some of the responses. It gets a little raunchy when it talks about snicker veins. Well, I mean, Jesus Christ. You're a bunch of perverts. I took a little scroll down, you know, for about a good two, three minutes, just thinking like, wow, wow, we're all so dirty. We're all so dirty. So here's something interesting, guys. All right. So, you know, uh, it wasn't one of the topics today. Maybe it should have been because there's, you know, this the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard defamation lawsuit thing. It's it's ridiculous. And I've even heard like I, I've listened to podcasts uh, that has to do with lawyers where it even even like the lawyers are going, this is a ridiculous case. They should drop this case. It should end right now because it's just absolutely ridiculous. And I agree. And I hate the fact that we're seeing, you know, these two just like you know, putting out their, all their dirty laundry right here. But what's interesting about this case is the fact that it's open. It's, it's like opening up like can of worms to other things too. And this very tweet right here, when it came to the case, I hadn't watched any of the footage. Um, but it actually talks, uh, Johnny Depp, when he was on the stand today, he talked about Disney and how, when obviously when all this stuff came to be, and basically he was canceled, is that Disney just didn't tell him. How many times have we heard stuff like this where the studio doesn't tell the actor certain things and they find out from a news headline? And apparently that's what happened. We scroll up right here. Johnny Depp says that Disney didn't notify him. Uh, he was uh, being fired from Pirates of the Caribbean. He found out from a magazine article. Disney bows to cancel culture, couldn't bother, you know. Apparently that happened with Gina Carano, too, when it came to Mandalorian. And then, to just talk about it more, Johnny Depp also said that Disney didn't remove Captain Jack Sparrow from the theme park rides 
or stop selling the dolls. They didn't stop selling anything. So basically, usually when like, you know, if you're going to cancel an, an actor or something like that, because I mean, Gina Carano was supposed to get like action figures. I think they stopped making action figures of her and stuff like that. But the fact of the matter is that's 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 a different that's a little bit different from Jack Sparrow. I mean, obviously, Jack Sparrow is huge, huge. So even though they fired Johnny Depp and but they conti they continued to use his likeness for selling products and everything like that. And then he went to say that if Disney were to give him three hundred million dollars, he wouldn't go back to work for Disney. Wow. And this is Johnny Depp, who probably could use the money, you know, but he is flat out going, yeah, if they whatever money they would offer me, I would never go back. I'm telling you, this case, even though it's ridiculous, it's really trying to kind of exposing some things and it's going to, you know, it kind of it, it's exposed some things for Warner Brothers, too. It is crazy. So, yeah, he would not go back. He would not go back for that. And that's uh, that's just pretty crazy. So I thought that was interesting, the fact that he said that. But yeah, Disney was just like, yeah, you're fired, but we're still going to use your likeness because your character is still very beloved. So we're still going to use that. But we don't want you here because we heard that you were meanie to, uh, to, to the lady over there. So we're not going to do that. But So it's going to be interesting. Um, I mean, some of the th things that I've heard that, you know, coming out of this, I mean, Amber Heard's not looking good. She really isn't. And and that just brings another problem for Warner Brothers when it comes to Aquaman, too. Like I was talking about yesterday, how much are they going to I wonder how much how much she's in the movie. You know, you know, they have the Ezra problem and now they have the Amber Heard problem, too, because she's not coming out. She's not going to look like an angel out of this. I mean, neither of them are. But but Johnny Depp is really pouring out his heart about a lot of things when it comes to uh, taking the stand, which is interesting. So, anyways, uh, okay, so, uh, what the hell, Sci-Fi Wire, of course, said they're over the moon for uh, Zack Snyder's uh, new movie, and that's interesting, this person right here, who was just tweeting out, I wonder if they got, they got busted for showing an alien ant farm video, but they were just saying, like, the smooth criminal alien ant farm, anybody who knows alien ant farm, which uh, was, you know, popular band in the early 2000s, I mean, well, you know, you're going in my high school right there. Uh, my high school years listening to Alien Ant Farm. And uh, I don't know, apparently something happened where they de deactivated that tweet. So, you know, that sucks. Um, and then yesterday, remember we were talking about uh, Netflix and the fact that they lost like two, 200,000 subscribers. Well, I mean, obviously we were talking about the stock. You know, the stock went down big time too. It went down really, it went down 35%. Look at that drop. That is a free fall, guys. That is a free fall drop. 35%. That's what happened when it came to all this. Okay? And Netflix is freaking the fuck out right now. But you know what also happened? Warner Brothers Discovery, it also saw, it's also lately been seen, but even like the same moment, had a little drop too. Same with Disney, had a little drop too. Investors, are freaking out right now. I don't know what's going on, but apparently when it comes to all this and the streaming wars and everything like that, we had some scared investors because there's been some significant drops that have been happening when it comes to these streaming services, like companies that are 
that have like the top streaming services. But yeah, look at that Disney. Disney went down. I mean, it's only 5.5%. It's not nearly as bad as Netflix, but there's significant drops happening. But yeah, the big one, of course, was look at that thing. That is a that is a fucking free fall right there. Terminal velocity dropping right there. That is crazy. Like I said, I mean, I mean, we were talking about it yesterday. I mean, Netflix is not really doing the best job at doing some. I mean, first off, the content just seems like it's not there. I mean, they have some winners, but a whole lot of losers. And uh, some of the stuff that you see on there is pretty damn ridiculous. And then the fact that they're going to start they're going to start cracking down on the code, uh, the password sharing thing. And I don't know. And then they up the price. Man, it's crazy. So, yeah. They're struggling a little bit, so we'll see. Uh, Robert Eggers. Um, Robert Eggers about Robert Pattinson. He said, uh, when we uh, were doing his ADR in London, we had a drink afterward, and he was like, I need to play Batman. And I was like, and I was kind of like, okay, whatever, man. I think Pattinson's awesome. So when they were filming The Lighthouse or doing the ADR, the post-production on The Lighthouse, Robert Eggers was like, you know, really, you're going to play Batman? And then, sure enough, he ended up playing Batman. So, got to love stuff like that. And then, speaking of Batman, I mean, look at this right here. we got a whole new promo, which is interesting. Look, I mean, there's so many, like, this promo right here for HBO Max, I think it might be, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's interesting. Shows, like, some computer stuff. Shows the bat cow. Look at the red bat phone right there. I would like that on my wall. That'd be cool. And then you have somebody dressed up as Batman in a very, uh, very interesting costume. I don't, yeah. And then there's a cat right there. Um, yeah, it's a very interesting promo. It's a very interesting promo. I'm probably going to get, Warner Brothers is probably going to already gig me for that, so who knows. But that mask, the decal is very loose on this person right here. It's a cool promo. It's a promo. What can you do, right? What's wrong with that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, anyways. Um, HBO Max. Okay, so rumor, rumor time. Apparently, HBO Max Constantine show has found its leading hero. And it's so paid. I'm not, I, I can't. There's a lot of, man, that is a unique name right there. I, I, I don't even, I, I would, I not even going to attempt to say his name. But uh, apparently this is uh, this is the what's out there right now when it comes to uh, a Constantine show. Uh, they're not going to bring Matt Ryan back, which I think they should have because I thought he was a great Constantine. But uh, apparently they're going to be like doing this whole thing with this. Uh, I'm you know with uh, Sope. I'm going to say his name is Sope, Sape, Sope, whatever. Uh, I'm not even sure what else he's been in. But uh, apparently they found their new uh, for HBO Max. Yeah, Constantine reboot may have uh, its lead. It's reportedly uh, being eyed for the lead role in the HBO Max drama. For the last couple of years, John Constantine has been an active player in the DC live action world through Matt Ryan. Yeah, I mean, I think they should just should have kept Matt Ryan, but apparently they're not going to do that. So J.J. Abrams is like, hey. I don't know what he's doing, but apparently he just is like every character. Well, we're just gonna make him black. You know, we want to make Clark Kent black. We're gonna make uh, John Constantine black too. So there you go. And I'm just like, you don't need to do that, JJ. Please stop doing that. You already had a pretty good Constantine that you could have, you could have, you could have used still. 
And then he had Keanu Reeves also, who's, you know, a different version of Keanu, of, uh, of Constantine. But yeah. So I don't know. JJ is just really, uh, he's really trying to get those, uh, those points, trying to get those uh, points. Like, Hey, this is good, right? It's good. It's good. All right. I mean, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I don't even know who the actor is. I haven't looked him up, but you know, maybe he could pull it off. I'm, I'm sure he probably could pull it off, but at the same time, it's like you already had a pretty good Constantine, and then you're just doing the race-bending thing. So I know, I know. Right? Right, Mattia? Yeah, you can go ahead and cancel me for saying for, for all that, but I'm just saying, I'm like, there's plenty of black characters out there. You don't need to do this, but J.J. is now trying to do it twice? I don't know. I don't think it's a good way to approach things, to be honest. But, hey, that's just me right there. I don't know. Okay. And, uh, hey, check this out. So this video will uh, popped up on my feed. It's talking about cannabis hemp homes. So this whole video right here basically shows, you know, hemp and using it for, you know, for the infrastructure of a home. Obviously, it's not like a made, not making homes straight out of hemp. But, you know, having it as part of your home. As you can see, if you listen to the video right here and, uh, you know, brings up some good points, a lot of good points that we bicker about back and forth when it comes to carbon and uh, and all that stuff and the way that these homes can be built. And uh, the fact that, you know, the hemp doesn't really catch on fire and all that stuff. I mean, it is 420. And of course, it derives from, you know, it's cannabis hemp. But of course, I'm not saying that, you know, if you build a home out of this stuff, you're just going to light it on fire and just in. You know, you're going to get a nice little buzz from it now. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, there's always been that argument about hemp and using that. And I mean, of course, it got like, you know, it's always been it's never utilized, even though it's a it's a product that we could probably really use in the world. But, you know, instead, we just want to bicker back and forth about, you know, stuff about the climate and everything like that. But no solutions ever come from it. It just want, it's just the right and the left just fucking going back and forth and not really coming up conclusions. So interesting video. Interesting video. It really is. Hemp on hump day and on 420 day. Uh, Nirvana live at the Paramount. Great fucking concert right there. This person said they were rewatching and it's got the uh, 16 millimeter photography, which, yeah, looks gorgeous. Hey, Mr. Dave Grohl, before he was the lead singer for the Foo Fighters. Ugh, yeah, it's a good it's a good uh, it's a good concert. You haven't watched it yet. So and of course, I think the Giants are winning right now. Hopefully they were sucking yesterday, but I think they're good. All right. So there you go. There are the tweets. Oh, forgot to turn the opening music off. Shh. All right. Let's talk about the main topic at hand. And you guys already saw it right here. Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. So we were wondering when it came to um, Rebel Moon, um, is Zack going to hire uh, a director of photography? You know, who was going to be his cinematographer? A lot of people are going, oh, Larry Fong. Let Larry Fong come back. Come back. Yeah, would have been great because obviously him and Larry Fong have a uh, a great friendship and a great relationship, and they've um, they've made art, absolute cinema arts together. But um, a lot of us kind of suspected that since Zack Snyder, since Zack did did the uh, the camera work on Army of the Dead, that he was going to do the camera work on Rebel Moon. But of course, this is a bigger movie, so we were kind of wondering. But apparently, Zack's like, 
Zach is just having fun right now, guys. Okay, he is having fun. He is, I mean, he's he's very much, very much um, just looking at, like, he just wants to make these movies, and he wants to film them. I mean, man, he just wants to hold the camera, everything like that. So, and uh, Mr. Uh, Jason McKenzie helping out that pirate ship, man. You're awesome. Thank you, sir, for the uh, $40 super chat. You're great. Great, great, great. Ah, every little bit helps, guys. Yeah, like I said, it's tax season, so shit. Anyways, so back to, uh, but yeah, thank you, Jason, for that. So obviously, whoop, turn that off. Um, so obviously, uh, you guys all saw the uh, the image right here from um, <laughs> Mr. Producer right here, Eric Newman, who posted this. Remember, I was like wondering, I'm like, hey, when are we going to get the slate? When are we going to get the slate? And I guess Zach was like, all right, you post the slate right here. So there's the slate right there. So started shooting Rebel Moon, hashtag Stone Quarry, uh, Netflix film, badass pick of Jaime um, uh, Hansu, and then, of course, courtesy of Zack Snyder, Snyder Cut, all that stuff. So as you can see right there, it's going to be a red cam, as we uh, know, 50 millimeter. It's going to be, this is going to be a gorgeous film, too, by the way. Uh, I believe maybe this is Zach over here. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that could be Zach right there. I don't know. But uh, another thing that um, that Eric Newman right here posted as well is he posted this right here, commending Zack Snyder. He said, over 20 years ago, Zack Snyder and I went to work on our remake of Dawn of the Dead. James Gunn had written a brilliant script. Oh, my God, he mentioned James Gunn and praised him. Oh, he's canceled now, as he has many times since. Woo. And we uh, were looking for a director to make make it real i met zach through our respective agent todd feldman who thought we would like each other we did in those days folks weren't hiring commercial directors to do movies there has been a bad crop of movies directed by first timers and the studios were scared then vice chairman of universal scott stuber we know who that is because it sounds like he might be coming to warner brothers discovery and his lieutenant, Dylan Clark, believed in us and in the movie. It remains in many ways the movie I am proudest of. I am thrilled to be working with Zach and Debbie and Wes again and the whole gang at Stone Quarry and grateful to Scott for continuing to believe in us all these years later. I'm also psyched to be back in business with Charlie Hunnam, with whom I made Children of Men also many years ago, as well as Jaime Hansu, Ray Fisher, Duna, Duna Bay who I have admired for a long time. So great words said by, uh, by Mr. Newman right here. So got to love that. Got to love that. But yes, so there you go, guys. Zach will be, we're going to see, we're going to see many images of Zach holding that camera, you know, and the way that he does in his, uh, in his white V-neck or, you know, whatever the hell, uh, you know, flexing, flexing that tricep, that he does, you know, when we saw like images of him like holding the camera on Army of the Dead. But I love that. I just love that because there's what other directors do that? What other directors are doing that? You know, where I mean, obviously, you'll you'll see images, of course, directors, you know, 
obviously operating the camera, but to be like the director of photography, I mean, I'm telling you, Zach is just treating like now that he's over at Netflix, you know, he got out of that toxic relationship over at Warner Brothers. And now he's over at Netflix that are just like saying, do whatever you want, how much money you need. This is it. Here you go. He's just going, all right, well, I'm going to do this fucking shit and I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to film it myself, do all that stuff myself. And I just love that because that is so old school. That is if you guys have ever shot a short film, which I have, I'm there's been many times where if I've shot like a short film way back, you know, when I was taking like a little film class or whatever the fuck, you know, I'm operating the camera, even though I was the director, you know, if unless I was in the shot, then I would not be, of course. But most of the time it's like, yeah, you operate the camera. It's so old school, man. And it's I, and, I, and I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. And it's kind of funny, too, because. I saw like pushback from people that are like, God, oh, jeez, man, we're going to get that damn dream lens all blurry and shit. It's like, fuck off. Okay. First off, I mean, he's using a different camera. I mean, I think he's using one of those. He's using one of those red. Cam- I don't think he's going to be doing. I mean, I'm not an expert and we'll probably talk about this on the vodka stream. If Stephen, you know, Colbert comes on, he's an expert at the whole lenses and all that stuff. Big time. So is a uh, KC. Uh, Najid, like Krypton Cage, he's uh, also an expert at, on camera stuff like that. I mean, me, I'm asking them, like when I got my camera, I was like, hey, is this a good one? Is this, you know, how do I do? Eh. You know, they're experts at all that stuff. And the lens is the last time that Zach was on the vodka stream when we were talking about Army of the Dead. He brought out, you know, he brought out some lenses and all this shit. I mean, there's such a science to all that. And it's so fascinating, you know, because just the way that these movies get shot and the different lenses and the angles, everything like that. It's just, this movie is going to be absolutely gorgeous. And I like the dream lens. I don't care. I, I was a fan of the dream lens. I know some people were like, yeah, but it's always too early, but I mean, but it was so unique, you know? And I mean, of course he used that for the additional photography, the, uh, the nightmare, uh, scene in, uh, Zack Snyder's justice league. So, I don't know. I think it'll be, maybe I'll have a little bit of that. Maybe I'll have a little bit of that, but, um, he'll have a little bit of a, maybe dream lens in there, but it's just going to be an absolute gorgeous film. And I just, I just love the fact that he is like, all right, yeah, I'm just going to put that shit on my shoulder and we're going to go. I'm going to operate this camera. I think, you know, I think Quentin Tarantino, he's done like when, when it came to some of his early films, I think he also did you know, he did the camera work too. There's been other directors, I'm sure, that's done it, but you just never really hear about that now. Especially if you're going to shoot like this, you know, the space opera that's gonna that's gonna be pretty damn huge. You know, the fact that he's just like, eh, I don't need a director of photography. I am the director of photography. I just, I just love that. That's what that's what that's what makes Zack Snyder a unique filmmaker, in my eyes. Okay, now that I'm done, uh, you know. <laughs> Now that I'm done, uh, you know, Zack Snyder, um, <laughs> Bruce Campbell, groovy. That's uh, Bruce Campbell. He uh, he doesn't hold back. He was uh, in an interview recently uh, when he um, and talked about basically the uh, the reshoots and everything because we knew there was going to be uh, reshoots. We knew there was going to be reshoots um, when it came to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, that's the way I say it. But um, he had like a little interview recently uh, with Game Informer, and he basically talked about what is happening when it comes to the reshoots of Doctor Strange 2. So here it is. Marvel, guys, they make 
eight of these movies at the same time, so they're always updating storylines. So my buddy Sam has had to add scenes that they told him he had to shoot, and he's removed scenes that no longer apply. So until May rolls around, I don't think Benedict Cumberbatch even knows if he's in this movie or not. Marvel <laughs> guys. I love Bruce Campbell. How do you not love Bruce Campbell? I love that guy. But yeah, so there you go. That's probably why Scott Derrickson was like, fuck this, I'm out. You know? I mean, I get it. I get that Marvel, yes. It, I, I've always said Marvel, when it comes to their movies, it's like they have like a branch, a big long branch that is one continuous story. And then you got the little tiny branches that, you know, the leaves or whatever that just kind of come off that thing. Obviously, I mean, it, you know, it's funny when you look at Loki, they kind of use that when it comes to the multiverse. But yeah, that's got to be kind of frustrating, though, as a filmmaker. And I'm sure that was frustrating for Sam Raimi. The fact that it's like, all right, yeah, now that things are changing. I mean, like, I mean, Bruce Campbell said itself, they're like filming like eight movies at once, not to mention TV shows. Everything has to interlock. And that's got that's I mean, credit to Kevin Feige for actually like how he's pulling that off, you know. But I think like sometimes a movie can suffer. And then, of course, I mean, look at most recently Morbius. I mean, my God, that that mid credit scene. I mean, obviously, they had scenes shot with Michael Keaton already, and then they just completely removed them and then shot some more scenes that were just there just shot another scene uh, that were just awful, just absolutely awful. But that's Sony. That's the Sony side of it trying to mimic that. So I I trust that Marvel Studios is okay and you know it's not gonna be but i still kind of fear i'm like is that runtime still two hours and six minutes for for the multiverse of madness i'm, I'm still kind of wondering about that and i'm like all right i mean if they could fit it all in there that's cool but uh don't expect a raimi cut i, I wouldn't i wouldn't expect i don't think any i don't think any marvel studios movie has ever gotten like a director has there been a director's cut i mean i think there's been deleted scenes released but there's never been like a has there been a, like a full-on director's cut that's ever been released in uh the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I don't know. But is Morbius the Justice League of Marvel? A little bit. No, I don't think it's that bad. No. It just got ripped to shreds. I don't I don't know. When it comes it's not it nothing's ever as bad as Justice League. When it comes to literally trying to change a movie from start to finish. Um, but yeah, so there you go. I'm wondering, I mean, obviously Bruce Campbell's gonna be in it. Uh, maybe he won't be now. But kind of makes you wonder what was what 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 scenes are they not using when it comes to this movie? Guess so. Yeah, no. Yeah. See, thank you. No director's cut. There's never been a director's cut, which I I mean, I, I guess I understand that Feige's like, nope, sorry, no director's cut. Yeah, we could release like a little, you know, a deleted scene here, deleted scene there. But you ain't getting your director's cut. Sorry. I got final cut authority. That's me. That's what I do. But at the same time, that's why we're, you know, what, 20,000 movies deep and uh, keeps on going. So we'll see. I just, you know, I worry that it's going to be there's going to be too much crammed in a little bit of runtime. That's all I'm worried about. All right. Family, family. Hey, guys. I mean, we were wondering when the hell. We were going to see the X-Men again. Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. The X-Men are coming to the Fast and Furious, guys.
That's right. They're, yeah, they're going to come here first, and then they'll make it to the MCU. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That was the first thing I thought when I saw this poster. But, yeah, Fast and Furious 10 is now Fast X. Oh, my God. I want this franchise to not exist anymore. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm so over it. Uh, so they had the X behind it that obviously is like a headlight. Cool. Wow. Fantastic. But I, I, I just immediately thought X-Men. I just thought X-Men. I'm like, oh, man. You know, we're all begging for the X-Men to show up in the MCU. I'm like, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. You know, somehow they, they got like a little bit of rights to like some uh, some X-Men stuff. And then we have some mutants in the Fast and Furious franchise. No, but yeah, this is the new poster right here. And uh, yeah, that's it. Fast X. Remember Jason X? I'm reminding you of that too. Jason X, when it was Jason in space. You guys remember that? <laughs> it was really bad. It was really bad. I mean, well, most of the Jason movies are pretty bad, but that's that just took it to a whole nother level. It's like, hey, yeah, Jason's uh, you know gonna get frozen. He's gonna wake up on a spaceship. He's gonna get a new mask, and he's gonna kill people on a spaceship. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Ugh. They're gonna end up on a fucking spaceship. I don't know. Well, they already went to space. They're gonna time travel. I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. Again, I am with the producer who says they should go smaller. Please go smaller. They could go smaller. They really should. They really should go smaller. But there you go. Fast X. I just don't. Ugh. I don't really like the title. I don't like it. You know, I don't really like a lot of it. But what can he do? They keep on making the money. You know, so they're going to keep on doing it. We'll see what happens with that. So Fast X. I know it's almost sound like Fast Sex. I'm like, okay. Yeah, the porno just wrote itself. Did you realize that? The porno parody just wrote itself. It just You just said the title right there. Fast Sex. That's what it's going to be. Congratulations. All right. Yeah, Axel, what's his name? All right. Moon Knight. Okay, so let's wrap it up uh, with Moon Knight, um, my Moon Knight Episode 4 review. It'll be a quick review, spoiler-free, of course. I should say that right off the bat because I'll be clipping this out and posting it tonight. So um, uh, I enjoyed it. What? Okay, so this episode ended with a what the fuck. This episode really ended like, what is happening right now? Going into next week's episode, uh, there's a lot of questions because... This episode um, had very much the, uh, hey, we're going to be raiding a tomb here. We're going to be going into this stuff, you know, very much discovering things, discovering tombs, going into uh, like, uh, you know, locations we shouldn't be in right there. And uh, it was mainly it was uh, mainly a Stephen episode. It wasn't a Mark episode. I mean, there was a little bit of Mark there, too. But, man, um, things happen, of course. Uh, especially when, um, what's his name shows up, Arthur, when he shows up, Ethan Hawke's character. And then all of a sudden it just changes it. I mean, something shocking happens again, spoiler free, something shocking happens where you go, what the, wait, 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 what? Wait, wait, how? And then all of a sudden it just goes into a completely different direction. And I like that a lot. Oh, did I like that a lot? Oh, I mean, I know it's just, it's some crazy mind fuckery that's happening. And like I said, I'm not, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I, I, I don't know the mythology big time about Moon Knight or anything like that. 
But man, when it goes into that new direction and you're just kind of going, wait a minute. Wow, this just took a wicked left turn. What the fuck is happening right here? Um, yeah. And people even said, people who were in the know were like, whoa, episode four is going to be a, a it, it, people are going to be talking about that one. It's going to be, yeah, I kind of got it. I didn't get it that spoiled for me, a little bit spoiled for me when I uh, was looking at the timeline because I couldn't watch it right away. But man, I tell you what, this episode just took a crazy left turn and I dug it. I dug it. I really did. So there you go. There's my review. You know, it was a little slow because it was mainly just like, okay, they're trying to find stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then there was like a one little cool little ac action sequence. But yeah, once it took that left turn, I was like, whoa. And then I'll, this other character shows up and I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty nutty episode, the way that it ends. Like the last, the last like five minutes are pretty crazy. Maybe it's a little longer. I don't know. But there you go. There's my review of that. I am going into next week's episode going, all right. What the fuck just happened? Answer me, please. Okay. There we go. All right. We got all that done. Let's go ahead and get to those tweets. I mean, there. Yeah, I posted that. I posted the uh, the show like so long ago. Probably. Yeah. There's a there's there's quite a few questions. Let me uh let me double, let me just make a little scan here. Make sure that everything's uh, good. You know. I got to you got to watch out. You got to watch out for uh, people posting like some weird stuff here. So, OK, I think we're good. Of course, Mr. Robert Pattinson is my mom posted some his favorite cosplayer. But, you know, it's tasteful. OK. All right. See what you guys have to say right here. All right. Eric, enjoy any dope laden brownies today, Dave, or did the computer steal them all? Yes, my computer was high as fuck. Anywho, all the folks campaigning for original vision wanting Diana in Crimea. Uh, yeah, Bruce is the father, yada, yada, yada. Zach's original vision was a Man of Steel trilogy. So let's see what we all accept BBS and Zach Center, just like no question. Therefore, accept the current vision people and qu quit pinning, pining for my original vision. Diana ain't. Going to be in the Crimean War, yes. Bruce ain't going to be the father. Learn it, love it. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's kind of fun to have the debate, all right? Don't take it too serious, Eric. I mean, when I when I talked about it, I think it was on Monday's show, and then I posted the, the film Junkie Shot today. You know, it's a fun debate to have because imagine if they if that ended up happening. There is a timeline. There is a multiverse out there where Zach got to make that, and Bruce Wayne knocked up Lois and imagine imagine how crazy Twitter would have been it would have been crazy and like the way I said it was yeah I wasn't too fond of the idea but then I was going bold fucking balls to even consider that idea so you know nothing wrong with that Zach Zach likes to just you know he likes to do that kind of shit and I respect the shit out of him for that but yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have ended up being Justice League two or three. But you know what could he do, Mister Nicotina, Andre, Dave? If you got to play a Rebel Moon, uh, if you got to play a character in Rebel Moon, would you prefer to be a CGI character or just in costume? In costume, of course. Hashtag full frontal. I'll be I'll be the guy that's running around naked in the desert. No costume. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I'd rather be a uh, I'd rather wear a costume. 
as opposed to being like mo capped out. Um, Tet, I know people hate the Star Wars prequels because George had too much control. If there is one thing I would worry about with Rebel Moon is Zack having no one to rein him in a bit. Remember that Batman and Superman and Superman were going to be brothers in BBS. Um, he does have somebody, Zack Tet. I'm gonna tell you right now that Zack or that yeah, Zack has somebody that uh, that reels him in, that reins him in. I guess you could say whatever he said. That's Deborah. That's the wife. Okay. Just take that scene in 300 before he kicks the dude into the hole when he looks at his queen and she gives the approval, okay? That's why they're such a good team. She's a producer. He's a director. He's coming up with all the shit and everything like that. And she's the one that goes, hey, 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 no. (laughs) She'll tell him. She will tell him, okay? Behind every good man is a good woman. That's why they work so well together when it comes to these movies. She's the one that's like, mm, that if there's something that he comes up with that is not, eh, she'll let him know. But I think most of the time, they're always on the same page. Relationship goals. All right. Mike, Soups Kenobi. Um, did you know that there was a time in the early 2000s before Batman Begins where Joss Whedon was touted by Warner Brothers to make a Batman movie. Here's uh, the extracts on, uh, on an article. Uh, let's see. Uh, take on Wayne's origin, uh, blah, blah, blah. When thinking about the scene in particular, GQ noted an emotional Whedon would uh, well up. The scene in question had Bruce Wayne protecting a young girl from being bullied in an alleyway. It was the same alley where Bruce Wayne's parents were murdered. She was getting bullied. Uh, And he's like this tiny 12-year-old who's about to get the shit kicked out of him. We began. uh, And then uh, it cuts to Wayne Manor and Alfred is running like something terrible has happened. And he finds Bruce. He's back from the fight and he's completely fine. Bruce is like, I stopped him. Uh, Okay, so this was like, okay, so it wasn't like he was Batman. For some reason, I was thinking of Batman was protecting somebody from bullying it's bruce like little bruce okay see i I don't know i was totally reading that wrong i stopped him and i came him because because of this the tragedy of the of his parents murder wouldn't hit batman the way it might have for other films whedon considered that saving the girl was the moment batman gets that purpose instead of just sort of being overwhelmed by grief and his parents' death. And the executive was looking at me like I was Agent Smith made of numbers. He wasn't seeing me at all, and I was driving back to work, and I was like, why did I do that? Why did I get invested in that Batman story? How much more evidence do I need that the machine doesn't care about my vision? Well, we don't. We still don't care about your vision anymore there, Joss, but interesting. I mean, that was... Before Batman Begins, so that was early 2000s. But never forget, never forget his Wonder Woman script. Yeah. If you guys haven't checked out Joss Whedon's Wonder Woman script, just do, you know, if you want to go down that route, just, you know, type it in Google and start reading some pages. It's interesting. It's It says a lot. Futaro, do you think Ben Affleck will be in, in Doctor Strange 2? No, I do not. And also, do you think we can have a fight between Toretto and Brie Larson's character 
in Fast and Furious 10 or Fast X. Uh, that would be interesting if if I don't know. I don't think she's going. I think she's going to be a good guy. I think she's going to be Brian's sister, long lost sister, whatever. Yeah, there's not going to be a fight between. There's not going to be a fight between Vin Diesel and Brie Larson. <laughs> that would just be a little awkward. Anyways, um, Cooper Knox, happy 420. Yeah, happy 420 to you. I hope you didn't smoke any of the devil's lettuce because tomorrow is National Drug Testing Day. I know. I'm sure a lot of people. I'm I'm wondering how many people are going to get busted for that shit tomorrow. Yeah, but then that begs the question. It's sad that you can get. So super drunk tonight you can get super drunk and then be hung over shit tomorrow and be fucking low energy and just be like eh, and not doing your work as properly as whatever the hell and you'd be fine you wouldn't lose your job if you were to smoke some weed tonight you'd probably sleep very well wake up refreshed and you'd go into work get a drug test you get fired how does that make any sense i don't know i really don't know but anyways, Ryan, how long before Ezra leaves the state of Hawaii? I'm thinking he may have worn out his welcome. I probably uh, I kind of agree with that. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, but I think he has a court hearing, so he might have to stay. Might have to stay. Uh, Jenna Malone, uh, I think she, she is in Rebel Moon, right? Isn't Jen, Yeah, Jenna Malone is in Rebel Moon. So, yeah. Uh, Donut Uncover. Uh, let's see. What other Rebel Moon character are you most excited to see first? Uh, see the first look of. Uh, to be honest, I want to see Battle Axe or Bloody Blood Axe. Jesus Christ, Battle Axe. Uh, I want to see Ray Fisher and see what he looks like in that shit. And Sophia. Uh, you know, of course, Sophia for other reasons. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh-oh. We got more delays, folks. More delays. Sp- Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse heads to summer of 2023. Sony dates Equalizer 3, among other release changes. Oh, yeah. So remember when I was making fun of that, the, the Queen Latifah Equalizer show, and it had that ridiculous scene where the, the, the sniper person, like, you know, snipes off her fucking zip ties, which is so stupid. I'm like, thank God. I'm like, give me another Equalizer. All right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we are getting another equalizer with Denzel, you know, you know, sorry, Queen Latifah. I just I don't buy it. (laughs) And from that scene that I saw, pretty damn ridiculous. But Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse heads to summer of 2023. So that's what you guys were talking about when it came to uh, when it came to movie delays. So let's see right here. Sony's animated sequel to the Oscar winning movie Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Cross Spider-Verse is moving from October 7th this year to June 2nd. See? Things get delayed, folks. It's just what happens. <sighs> so part two will be dated for March 29th of 2024. Okay. So, all right then. So into the Spider-Verse, or across the Spider-Verse gets delayed. Ugh, Jesus Christ. Don't you just love it when there's delays? Delays. But nobody will bat an eye when it comes to this. All eyes on Flash. There you go. At least we're getting an Equalizer 3. I enjoy those movies. It's hard not to enjoy some Denzel. 
Casual Freeman, unrelated. Have you seen Brooklyn Nine Nine? If you have, what did you think of the series? I haven't. I haven't seen like the last probably two or three seasons, but I was an avid watcher of uh, watching uh, the rerun reruns and loved the show. Absolutely loved the show. It's hilarious. I gotta watch. Uh, I gotta watch the remaining seasons though. I think I haven't watched. Maybe it was like the last two seasons I haven't watched. I think when it went to NBC, I haven't watched those. I don't know how many seasons it was on NBC. Dylan, Fast 10 should have been called Fast 10 Family Forever. <laughs> maybe the la- maybe the next one, because it's supposed to be a two-parter. Maybe it will be called Family Forever. And then, of course, Robert Pattinson is my mom, is posting his favorite cosplayer again. So thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Um, anyways, guys, all right. So it's Wednesday, of course, and, uh, you know, my final thoughts of the week. Uh, when it comes to um, when it comes to actors that we love, we gotta re- we gotta remember that they're actors, they're real people, they have issues, and yeah, it sucks when immediately uh, when you see things happen in the news and you kind of just go like, man, um, they should just be recast or they should just have everything taken away from them. I, I always don't like that whole thing, you know, especially with the whole cancel culture and everything like that that's around. Um, but we just got to remember that, yeah, these get, you know, these are real people that are, I mean, to be an actor, it's, it's a fucked up job, man. It's a fucked up job because, I mean, you literally have to like sell yourself constantly and then you got to change yourself when you do all this. It can, it's going to fuck with the mind. And I'm not saying that every actor like, oh yeah, everybody, hey, you should be like, hey, give me, give me a hug. Yeah. Some of them are just pieces of shit and probably a lot of them are narcissists and everything like that. But at the same time, you know, a lot of mental health, you know. That we got to always talk about when it comes to this stuff. Um, so, I mean, obviously, like, even just looking at Johnny Depp, and I know, like, a lot of people hate Johnny Depp, but at the same time, he sounded like he had a traumatizing childhood that kind of, like, sent him down this road and everything. So, you just really, and, and you know, I was thinking about it today, too. I'm wondering, I'm, I'm wondering, when it comes to the Ezra Miller thing, is, has anybody else, Jason Momoa, has he reached out? To Ezra, has Ray Fisher reached out to Ezra? Ben, Zach, I mean, has any of them reached out to Ezra? I'm kind of wondering about that too. I was always, I was kind of, you know, and, I, and I'd like to think that probably a text message, hey man, you all right? And then Ezra maybe responding, going, well, this thing is this, it's blown, maybe it's blown out of proportion, maybe it's not, I don't know. But, you know, according to a lot of the things that are coming out, it's, it's looking, it's looking pretty bad. And I think the, you know, just thinking about it more is like Warner Brothers needs to step up and be like, Hey, we're going to have this dude right here. He's going to be like, you're, he's going to basically be your bodyguard and kind of just watch over you for the time being until we know. Uh, but if he does have obviously a problem when it comes to, uh, drugs or alcohol or something like that, I hope Ezra gets the help that he needs. So yeah, really do. But when it comes to everything else, another thing that I'm begging the Snyder fandom, and I've said it already, is anytime, anytime that we get Rebel Moon Tea treats, blow that shit up. Blow it up like you blow up Restore the Snyderverse, please. Okay? I'm not saying you don't have to not do Restore the Snyderverse. Do that. Hey, you could even do it with it. You can have the hashtag with it, but hashtag Rebel Moon like crazy. Blow it up. Make a trend. Anytime something comes out, 
make a trend, okay? We're all in support of the man. We love the fact that he's building these new universes. So please do that. Blow up Rebel Moon. So we could full on say, yeah, second Warner Brothers. That's what it's all about right there. All right, guys. Like I said, it's Wednesday, so no Film Junkie Live tomorrow. Um, I will have my Thursday exclusive on Patreon, so if you want to listen to it, go ahead and uh, subscribe to the Patreon. And then, um, of course, we've got the, the Vodka stream on Friday. We'll see what happens. I haven't really locked down a guest yet. Maybe it'll just be like, hey, just be a panel only because, well, let's face it, the last guest... <laughs> As much as it was a great conversation, it was. And if you haven't watched it yet, do yourself a favor. If you don't like the guy, watch it. It still was a great conversation. But uh, maybe it'll just be a panel discussion about stuff. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But all right, guys. Um, love ya. And uh, yeah, like I said, smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Do all that stuff. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that notification bell, everything like that. You know, all the links are provided down below. Keep on uh, keeping on. Do all this stuff. And, uh, yeah, you know, if you're going to partake in uh, the uh, holiday or what, what somebody told me, the, the, the hella days. Is that what it's called? The hella days? The days or the high days or whatever the hell it's called? Somebody, yeah, I'm trying to remember what exactly it was. Anyways, guys. Good luck. Don't get drug tested tomorrow. All right, guys. Talk to you later.